0: Log Talk Radio. Here on blogtalkradio.com This is Pastor Steve Lee And I'll be your host for the next hour or so Now if you're listening to us via the simulcast During the hours of 9 o'clock p.m. and 11 o'clock p.m. Here on Monday evenings We're so glad to have you If you're listening to us on any other social media platforms And or any other times during the week Please contact us here at livedeliverance.com And give us the times, dates, locations, or platforms That you're listening to us on Although we would love to proliferate the airwaves, we must do it legally, ethically, and in righteousness. If you hear any of our content through any other means, it is the result of uh, Internet piracy and copyright infringement. And all those who participate in any Internet piracy can be prosecuted by federal agents. Now, having said all of that, we can go ahead and get to the business of the kingdom. So, if you would please get a pen and some paper. And if you have any questions at the end of the ministry or any comments, we'll give you an opportunity to make those comments or ask those questions. So now, if you would, please just join your hearts with me in a word of prayer. Father, I ask you to speak to me so that I can hear. Awaken me, the mind of Christ. Open my eyes that I might behold wondrous things out of your word. Breathe on me so that I can speak. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Flow through me and cause me to move by your spirit. Let healing and deliverance break forth in this place and this time because of your word, your spirit, and your love. Live big in me. I now decrease so that you can increase. Holy Spirit, glorify Jesus in my life, Excuse me, and I now share the living word, the bread of life. Jesus, reveal to us the Father and draws us into his presence where there is fullness of joy. Heavenly Father, quiet our hearts and minds as we allow the peace of God to rule in our lives. Cause us to go in the grace that has appeared unto all men as you teach us how we should live in this present world. And we now awake to righteousness and slumber no more by walking in the spirit and in the fullness of his grace. As we sojourn in the land of promise, going from faith to faith and from glory to glory. For you've made us more than conquerors in this life through Christ Jesus. So speak to our spirits and birth victory in our hearts and in our minds. In Jesus' name, I pray. Well, beloved, again, we want to deal with a a, a subject of now is the time. You know, preparing our hearts to be able to receive what God is already doing. You know, there are many instances that uh, we are unaware of what God doing. Sometimes we might even be unaware of what God wants to do. Yeah, We might be aware of what we want him to do, but because we're not dealing with or paying attention to the details, we missed our opportunity. Jesus told uh, uh, the people of his day the same thing. He said, if you had known the hour of your visitation, See, they had been looking for it. I mean, just look, think about that. They had been looking for deliverance for 400 years, and they missed their hour of visitation because they didn't know what God was up to. They were expecting him to, to show up their way with, 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 uh, with the um, earmarks that they had already indicated. And see, when he did it another whole way, he he had a, a, a baby to be born in the manger, and they didn't understand that the at the time Jesus was born, he was born king. I want you to hear that. At the time Jesus was born, he was born king. So then that shows you some of the things that God uh, allows us to, 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 to enter into. He calls those things that be not as though they were, all right? And here's a baby that he called king. Come on, y'all. So then some of the things or opportunities in your life you might miss because you weren't paying attention to this you were looking at one way and demanding that it be done that way and i know that's kind of harsh for us to say but when we are are expecting a thing to be done this way we generally enter into some kind of demand some kind of lust and you know when lust is conceived it brings forth sin It brings forth you missing your portion, being without your portion. See, again, every time I say the word sin, I, I, I want to let you know that it's not just the actions that you take. It's not the things that you do, sin. It's the position of your heart, being without a portion, not being in a position where you can believe God fully. Uh, some of the things that, that can be said about believing God fully would be we want to help God. Mm-hmm. We want it to be done this way so that we might be able to brag about it. I don't know. So that we might be able to to, to, to um, uh, be esteemed in the eyes of others because we said this is what was going to happen. You know, it could be a lot of things that, that mess us up. I mean, Jesus told us it's the little foxes. That's spoils the vine, see? So then if you're trying to uh, cause God to be molded in the thought process that you have, then you're throwing away your, your best offense, okay? You're throwing it away because God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all you can ask or think. But it's according to the power that works in you. Mm. Think about that. See, law that for a while. See, he's able to do it. But if you're going to be demanding and full of lust, then that's not how he's going to work. See, if that's the power that's working in you, I, I, I'm trying to give you information that would help you stay away from the frustration that the devil traps you up in. I'm I, I, glad I heard that saying the right way. See, I'm trying to keep you away from the frustration that the devil traps you up in. He trips you up in that frustration, in that place where, well, it doesn't look like right. he, he, he causes you to be tripped up by a bad way of thinking or a bad position of heart. I'm, I'm going to give you all of the scriptures that I expect to use as foundation scriptures first. All right, so that you can write them down and you can go back and you can study them after we get through. Hebrews chapter 3, verses 12 through 15. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 1. Psalms uh, chapter 107, verse 20. Isaiah 55, 6 through 13. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20. Those will be the foundation scriptures that I'll be using. Also, um, you can look at John chapter 10, verse 15 through 18. Those would be basically what I would call the foundation scriptures. And see, I don't have an issue with um, God showing you something else even after I've taken the time to walk you through it uh, as slow as I can. Because I am not the Holy Spirit. I'm led by the Holy Spirit. I follow the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit can cause you an illumination to come in your heart that I wasn't even prepared for. And I'm expecting him to do that. I need for him to do that. Why? Because well, this his job. He's going to lead us into all truth. Show us things to come. Teach us all things. Bring to our members what Jesus said and give us the power to accomplish that what Jesus wants us to do. See, I'm not trying to take the job of the Holy Spirit. I, I, I need him to be able to effectively work. Thank you, sir. I need for him to effectively work in your lives the same way he's working in my life because every joint supplies. See? So I'm not trying to take your supply away. We need you to be able to do what God has called you to do. We need that. This is the way God wants to do it. He says, The whole earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord the same way the waters cover the sea. Just so that you know, I know my part. I can't be everywhere. I can't cover all the waters that are in the sea. Amen. So I'm not even trying. See, there was a time that that some people would, would try to tell us that we should only listen at uh, uh, one stream of teaching, see? And that's not accurate. Again, God said he is set in the church, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. That's five different streams right there, see? And why did he do that? For the perfecting of the saints, until we all come into the unity of the faith, until the full stature of the Son of God, See? So I, I'm not trying to be, you know, uh, 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 on my uh, high mountain here, uh, saying I'm the, the 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 total wisdom of God. I'm not the the full counsel. Of God. I'm not saying that. I would just like for you to take the scriptures, meditate on the scriptures, go back and study the scriptures, and allow your life to then be formed by that. Okay, that that that's my job here. I understand it well. <laughs> See. So, so then I gave you the scriptures, Hebrews chapter 3, verses 12 to 15, Hebrews chapter 2, verse 1, Psalms 107, verse 20, Isaiah 55, verses 6 to 13, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, uh, verse 20, and John chapter 10, uh, 15 through 18. Okay. So let's kind of look at, at, at these scriptures in Hebrews chapter 3. He tells us first, he says, take heed, brethren, lest there be in any, in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. So he, he wants us to t- take heed, pay attention, observe, monitor, measure, okay? And a lot of times in our lives, we don't deal with uh, the measurement of what God wants to do. For the measurement of our obedience. Mm -hmm. It says, I need for you to take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief and departing from the living God. But exhort one another daily while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. For we are made partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast until the end. See, he's asking us to to, to pay attention to the position of our heart and what we are allowing our hearts to meditate on. We're supposed to be partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end. See, we we should have the same enthusiasm about the word, oh my God, at, at, at the end of the promise as we did at the beginning of the promise. But it's been, okay, first of all, it shouldn't have been that long. That tells you that you weren't paying attention to what he was saying over and over and over again because he hastens his word to perform it. So if, you, if it hasn't happened for a long time, you need to go back and say, okay, God, help me open my eyes. He, listen to what he says in Psalms uh, 119 verse 30. He says the entrance of his word gives light. The the, the very starting of it gave light, See, But we didn't hold fast that confidence that came to us when we first heard the word, see? We are made partakers of Christ and his anointing if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast until the end. While it is said today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts as in the provocation. It says today if you would hear his voice. So then that tells me that God is interested in my deliverance happening for me today if I would hear his voice. Amen. See, that, that takes us out of, you know, the, the, the process of it never happened for me. See, then if you're going to think that, like he just told you, that your your heart is going to be an uh, unbelieving heart departs from the living God. Okay? So he doesn't want that. He wants you to stay engaged. Jesus said, just believe, only believe. See? He, he needs you to always be in the position of believing and not doubting. Because when you, according to Mark chapter 11, he says, when you doubt in your heart those things that you say, you won't get them. See? Because what he asks you to do is he asks you to believe that the things that you say will come to pass and then you shall have whatsoever you say it. I love that. That's an active, perpetual saying. Not repeating. He said, if you would say it in your heart, okay? So then it's not necessarily repeating to hear yourself say it again. It is, however, causing it to be ingrained in your heart, to be permanently marked, if you will, on your heart. That's what he's looking for, see? And if you don't allow the Spirit of God to write it on the table of your heart, So that what you say, you know you have confidence in it so that you can enjoy the victory instead of enduring the pain. Enjoy the victory instead of enduring the pain. While it is safe today, if you would hear his voice, don't harden your hearts. When you're trying to prove him, provocation. Okay? You know, I... (laughs) Some people do things because they felt led to do them. I understand that. But why don't you do them because he said do them instead of depending on your felt led mechanism? Amen. See, we we, we kind of turn this thing backwards. God is bigger than your emotions, bigger than your feelings. And what we have done, unfortunately, is sometimes relegated him as small as our feelings, which are subject to change. Come on, y'all. Uh, we all know that our feelings are subject to change. You, you, you felt like you loved somebody until they hurt you, and then you didn't love them no more. Well, your feelings were subject to change because love doesn't do that. God is, is not one that, first of all, see, love does not count a wrong done against it, see? So then if I'm not counting the wrong, that, the injury that happened, then I'm not going to cause my love to be subject to the way I feel. See? Just, just let's, come on, let's just get real with this. See, this is living by the Word of God as opposed to experiencing the goosebumps that the Word of God provides. See, we're not supposed to live by goosebumps, beloved. See, we're supposed to live by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God, whether we like it, understand it, think that it's right or not. We're supposed to live by that. See? So then today, if you would hear his voice, harden not your heart. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 1 says it this way. Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. So if I'm not taking heed, and he said, I'm supposed to take the more earnest heed. In other words, put a priority on hearing what he said rather than the way I feel, rather than things anybody else might have said you know since uh god knows that we're supposed to have a word confirmed by the mouth of two or three witnesses do you not think that the devil is also going to try to get his word confirmed by the mouth of two or three witnesses there are false prophets in the in the earth so then the devil will try to get you to to to, to hear a, a a a false prophecy of 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 conditions rather than hearing the truth Of the word of God. Jesus said, if you continue in my word, then will you be disciplined by me. You will be disciples, disciplined. If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples in what you do. Please hear it. He says, if you continue in the word, you will then be a disciple by what you do. Say you will cause your actions then to be discipled by His Word. If you continue in My Word, then are you My disciples in what you do? Indeed, He didn't say you're just My disciples. My disciples, yes, yes. He said you are My disciples indeed, or in what you do. And because then you are being discipled by his word in what you do, then you will become intimate with the truth, you will know the truth, and the truth that you are intimate with will make you free. I love that. I know sometimes people have quoted that, set you free. No, the word of God has inherent power. It makes things. Amen. Okay? So as I choose to be discipled by his word, then even if I didn't understand it, the truth of the word makes me free. Keeps working on me 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Amen. It doesn't quit because the one that keeps Israel, he does not sleep or slumber. So he's always working. He ever liveth to make intercessions for us. See. So he's working, Lord, help him, Lord, show him. He's doing that for us so that we need to stay engaged in the process just as much as he is. He's committed his life to it, have we? That's just a question, see? Because if you do it, if you do, I say these things, I'm going to say it again in a minute here, that, that when you do Bible things, you get Bible results. See, I, I know all of us have heard these scriptures before, right? But he told us to give the more earnest heed to the things which you heard, lest at any time you should let them slip. See, these are are are, are stepping stones. What I made I, I made as a quote here that you can write down. It's just something for you to do, because these are our kingdom principles. And God wants them to work in our life every day. These are the principles. Kingdom thinking releases kingdom opportunities. Kingdom thinking releases kingdom opportunities. See, God will open up things for you. Your steps that are preordained, he will open them up because kingdom thinking releases kingdom opportunities. Whether you understand it or not, the opportunity was already opened before you. But if you would stay, if you hearken diligently into the voice of, of, of the Lord, then these things you will be able to see things that you didn't see before. Things you walked over, and and, and they were the path that you should have been on. Things that you walked by, and they were the things that would give you uh, understanding and insight. You pay attention to them. See, kingdom thinking, renewed mind, kingdom thinking, releases kingdom opportunities. That's why God meets us at our faith. He meets you at the place where faith is exerted. Because when you think this way, he will open up the word that brought you to this place. Kingdom thinking releases kingdom opportunities. He needs us to stay in faith so that the opportunity that he brought to you can then be enjoyed by you. When uh, God told Abraham to go up the mountain to to, to sacrifice, uh, notice that the kingdom thinking, because you could have said, "Oh God, I can't do that. This is my only son." That was a a way of thinking, but that wasn't kingdom thinking. So uh, Abraham went on up the mountain, and his son he imagined say, uh, "Father, I, I I see the the sticks here, you know, and I know we got the fire, but 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 where's the lamb?" And then Abram said, uh, "God will provide Himself a lamb." What was he doing? The kingdom thinking. Releases kingdom opportunities And then when he got to the place Where he was going to sacrifice them God said look over there And you'll see a ram caught in the bush See kingdom thinking Provided kingdom opportunities Okay And kingdom opportunities Require kingdom Disciplines If you continue in my word Then are uh, you disciplined, Disciples in what you do. See? Kingdom thinking releases kingdom opportunities. Kingdom opportunities require kingdom disciplines. Kingdom disciplines produces kingdom results. Amen. Every time, all the time. See? If I think from the the perspective of the kingdom, then I will find the release that God gave to my life Opportunity, see? Okay, just as a thought process, we end up in hurts and pains, disgust. You know why we end up in those places? Because we took the opportunity, whatever that opportunity was. (laughs) We end up in, in, in that frustrated place because we simply took the opportunity. The devil presented it to us, and we took that opportunity. Whatever it was—drugs, it, alcohol, uh, uh, immorality—it doesn't. Whatever that opportunity was, we took that opportunity, and the results that that opportunity presented gave us whatever was in our life. That's as, as simple as I can make it. We didn't think kingdom, and so since we didn't think kingdom, then we missed the opportunity that the kingdom presents. Just so that you can see it again, just thinking the way God thinks produces opportunities that God has put in place. It causes you to see them. See, the entrance of his word gives light, gives understanding. See, You 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 you'll speak like David and say that 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 your word has made me wiser than all of my teachers. See why? Because some of the teachers that we had, mm-hmm, some of the teachers that we had went through bad experiences and then they tried to teach us out of those bad experiences, not from a fault of their own. That's just what they practiced. You see because I know some of the people that were my teachers would say things to me that were not according to the word, it was according to their experience. And again, I'm not mad about their experience, but God caused us to be able to enter into the place where the Holy Ghost, who is the spirit of truth, would teach us all things. So then I don't have to go through the bad experience, trying to dodge the pitfalls that they went into while at the same time I'm trying to dodge, all I'm doing is looking for them. Come on, y'all. Come on. Wait a minute. That, that, That was good. I'm trying to dodge the thing that I'm looking for over and over again. It becomes magnified in my thinking because I don't have truth to be my compass. I'm using experience as my compass. The experience of others, well, my mom and them said you were using the experience of others, not mad about it, just want you to wake up See? because the holy Jesus said, the Holy Ghost will not speak uh, uh, of himself, he will only speak what the Father has told him, so then since God has good for me all the time then The only thing the Holy Spirit is going to speak to me about is the good that God wants me to have. And as he speaks about the good that God wants me to have, he might tell me to let go of this and stop doing that. Why? So that I can enjoy the good. See, because there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. So he's not saying it to condemn me. He's saying whatever he's saying to prepare me, to invite me. Amen. See? So we need to give the more earnest heed to the things that we've heard. Lest at any time we should let them slip. See? And a lot of times in our lives, we didn't think from the position of the kingdom and then look for the good that God promised because he promised it. Okay? Okay. Don't look for the good that God promised because you think you did the right thing. Okay, let's 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 stop that. Look for the good that God promised because he said it. Amen. See? Because if you're going to look for the good because you deserve it, then you're going to get caught up in works in a hurry. And if you're going to get caught up in works, let me just help you out with that, then you're also going to have to be uh, the one that goes through this landmine field of disappointment. See? Because that's not why you inherit a promise. You don't, you don't work for a promise, beloved. You inherit a promise. Amen. See? You, you believe that God said this through the life of Jesus, and since God said this through the life of Jesus, you can inherit the same promise that was given to Jesus, who knew no sin. He was tempted as we were, yet without sin. See? He walked out the promise. Kingdom thinking releases kingdom opportunities. Kingdom opportunities require kingdom disciplines, and kingdom disciplines produces kingdom results that are out of this world. Jesus lived these kingdom principles. See, He always thought, he said, I don't do nothing except that which I see my father do. I don't do nothing except that which I hear my father say. Those are the kingdom principles that he lived. He was faced with the same things we were, but he didn't react. He acted or initiated. See, it's not called the book of Reacts. It's called the book of Acts for a purpose because the disciples did the right things by the prompting of the spirit. And there because they did that, then that opened up for them all of these kingdom opportunities. God wants us to walk. Come on now. Come on now. God wants us to walk in in victory. He wants us to walk in greater works. Is that not what Jesus said? Greater works than this shall you do. So he wants us to walk in the greater works see? but it requires us to give the more earnest heed to the things that we've heard. Amen say go over and meditate day and night. that's what he told Joshua. He said, boy if you will just meditate in this word day and night, you will then be able to observe to do all that is written therein. you'll see how to do it. Just meditate on the word day and night. He did not tell us to meditate on the situations and the trouble that we might find ourselves in. He said meditate on the word day and night, that it should not depart out of your mouth. Keep talking that. He says when you do that, when you have the word in your heart and it's coming out of your mouth, because out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks, when it comes out of your mouth in abundance, then not only shall you have what you say, you will see what you say oh that, that was good Lord That was good See when you meditate according to Joshua 1 and 8 okay please just Flip over there right quick let's just Look at that let's just look At that Joshua 1 and 8 now, I, I know I told You the scriptures that were my foundation Scriptures but this is a, um, a, a, a real point That we should have in our lives So that we would be able to utilize it Listen to what God told uh, Joshua See, because, again, whatever God told Joshua, he's telling you. He's no respecter of a person. See, so whatever he's telling Joshua, he's telling you. Let's pay attention. Give the more earnest heed to that. Now listen to what he, he told Joshua. <laughs> Um, I, I, I was going to go just to eight, but I want you to hear how it was set up, how it was couched, okay? Verse 1, starting at the very beginning. Now, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, saying, Moses, my minister, uh, saying, I mean, let me do it again. Uh, he spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses, his minister, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead, okay? So he says, I know the end of what you think uh, um, you're supposed to do has has come. You think that since Moses is gone, that's it. He says, no, I'm going to now talk to you. He came to Joshua, Moses' minister, and said, Moses, my servant, is dead now. Therefore, arise and go over. You might want to circle, underline, and highlight those, Okay? When you get to a situation that things seem like they are dead, God, the word God would say unto you is, <clears throat> now, therefore, arise, go over. <clears throat> That'll preach all by itself. Notice he started the sentence with the now. Okay? Oh, my God. Notice this. <clears throat> he did not start the sentence with a because. He started the sentence with the now. Did you get that? Because if if I start the sentence with a because, I might enter into some of my uh, things that I've done that brought me here. See? I might start having a, a dependence on the flesh because that's what brought me here. Because. He said, no, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now do this. Hmm. See, God is going to speak into your situation and as he speaks into your situation, he's going to give you the end of the thing, not, the, not just the path of the thing. Come on. Listen at this. Now, therefore, arise, go over. Whew. Glory to God. I mean, it's a powerful words right there. See? And if you will go back to the place where God gives you the, the understanding of the now Rather than the because, you'll win every time. Because now, huh, faith is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Go over this, Jordan, thou and this people, unto the land which I do give them. He says, unto the land, what? That I do give them. Again, see, the now of God is speaking into your do. Okay? It says, into the land I do give them He didn't say the land I will give them I should have gave them I wanted to give them He said no I want you to get up And take these people over this land That I do give to them Even to the children of Israel Then he says now Again see when you look at the Come on y'all this is just good stuff I ain't seen this to just now If When you look at uh, 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 the the right when your, your heart's in the right time frame time period the now watch this he he's going to say things about your now that that helps you out day by day watch this that I do give them even to the children of Israel every place that the sole of your foot shall tread wow see he already knows where you're going doesn't he. And he said, the promise that I'm giving you, the effective word that I'm releasing to you is going to take care of every step, every place the soles of your feet shall tread. Wow. So then, just as a point, I'm going to ask a question here. So then, even if I make a mistake, my foot still went there, didn't it? And God says, I've got grace that's bigger than your mistake, I'm going to support. Come on, glory to God. I'm going to support you by my grace in your mistake if I can get your heart to think about the now. Whew. Wow, God. See, sometimes we think about the when instead of the now. When this is happens, then I'll know the move. No, no, no. Think about the now that he just promised you. Because in your now, the what he when he said to them, the place I do give them, when you think about your now, he says, in that place, every place that the sole of your foot should tread, that have I given you. Wow. As I said unto Moses. See, this is what caused Moses to be victorious. Moses heard a now word. So then I would ask you, are you choosing to live in a now world, so that you can live in a now world? <laughs> and he says, as I said to Moses, from the wilderness Lebanon even unto the great river Euphrates, and the, all the lands of the Hittites, unto the great sea, going toward the down, going down to of the sun, to the going down of the sun shall be your coast. Do you you hear what, see, look at what he said, your now opens up for you. Your now opens up everything that you can see. He just described for Joshua all of the stuff that was in front of him. From the great river Euphrates, even to the great sea. See, from the river to the sea, from the stream that, that causes you to be able to get stuff, to the sea that stirred everything up. I, I, I'm from there to here. From the it says even in the all of the land of the enemies, the Hittites, to the going down of the sun. I mean, come on, y'all. He just took care. Of, look, he's talking landscape to them, places, okay, landmarks, and the landscape to the going down of the sun. That's landscape. Is it not? Because wherever I stand, and he's given me the whole horizon till the sun goes down. I'm not, I don't know many people that stand at the place where the sun goes down. That is their horizon, if you would. The things that's yet in front of them. See? God knows where you want to go, and he's saying, I'm giving you the ability to get there until the going down of the sun. Wow. Okay, let's start it this way. So with that in thought, uh, that means that from the time the sun goes great, it comes up until the end of where the sun goes down, everything in that span is within my purview, isn't it? Amen. Amen. Let's kind of allow God to expand our dwelling place. Verse 5, there shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so shall I be with thee. I mean, y'all need to say that to yourself over and over and over again. He said no man will be able to stand before you. God is not a respecter of person. If he said it to Joshua, he meant it for you. Amen. Because that's the way God thinks. That's the way he is. See? Because he's the one taking care of your now so that your now will be enjoyed by you, and then you will leave an inheritance for your children's children. Come on. Your, his, God's now takes care of three generations, minimally. Hallelujah. See? And here we are being frustrated by an enemy that is not even supposed to be in my future. Glory to God. Because whatever you bind is bound, whatever you loose is loose. So the devil was not the thing I'm trying to loose in my future. So he wasn't even meant to be there. Amen. Amen. There shall not any man be able to stand before you all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so shall I be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Wow. These are kind of like scriptures that are uh, highlighted, underlined, uh, colored in my Bible, so that I won't forget, see, I need to give the more earnest heed to the things that I've heard. Glory to God. let at any time I'll let them slip. let I, I, I start thinking that, well, they said I couldn't. See, now I let the promise slip. I let the promise slip. Because he just told me, as I was with Moses, a man of promise, so shall I be with you. I will not fail you. I will not forsake you. Is that just going to be, you know, in this little bit right here? He said, as far as you can see, boy. From here to the going down of the sun. From the sea to the river. From the place of refreshing, glory to God. From the place of refreshing, which would be the river. To the sea where things are stirred up that you don't even know. Mm, mm, mm. Glory to God. Then he says in verse 6, Be strong and of a good courage. For unto this people shall thou devise for an inheritance the land which I swear to their fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn, don't turn from the right hand. Lord, to the left. Come on. He said, I, I don't need you. I'm not interested in you. Promise, you promise keeper, because God is the promise. He's the promise keeper. But if you would take heed to the things you've heard, he says, I, I'm, I'm talking to you. I don't even want you to have to worry about it. Don't turn from the right or to the left. Glory to God. Just keep walking straight ahead. You don't, you don't, there is not only one direction, glory to God. There's only one direction I want you to walk in. I don't want you to walk to the left or to the right. I want you to walk straight ahead. Why? I told you to look at the sun. Come on. I gave you your horizon. Just walk towards your horizon. And the horizon that I gave you is expansive, but it is directive. Amen. Say, all I need to do is keep walking in front of me. I I don't need to, mm mm-hmm. I don't need to look, try to walk where the sun was. Come on, y'all. I don't need to try to walk to where the sun was, you know, looking at the east and west, rising. I need for you to walk straight in front of you. I'm hoping that you're getting some, some, some understanding of his directions for your life. See, I, I'm speaking that prophetically so that you will no longer be hindered by uh, thoughts that come into your heart that say you can't. No, no, no. He said as far as one river is from the sea. And my whole horizon is in front of me, the going down of the sun. Wow. See? So then as we think from that perspective, then I encourage myself in the Lord, even in the circumstance, because as long as I can see where the sun goes down, I can move towards that. I can arise. I can now, therefore, arise and go over. He says, "Don't turn from the verse seven. Don't turn from to, uh, Don't turn from it to the right hand or to the left hand. Why? Because if you don't turn, he says, then you will do what? You will prosper, hmm, whithersoever you go. So he says, I I I've I told you what to do. I've told you my plan, and then I told you I'm gonna still be with you every step that you take. But now you will prosper if you continue to walk straight." Not turning to the right or to the left. I'm not trying to find out what did they say. And I have no, I have no problem with Mama and them. Amen. I'm glad that my Mama and them had the faith that they had to, to, to introduce me to the place where I'm now standing. Amen. I'm glad about that. But I don't have to walk in that place. My job is to walk in the horizon that he gave me. Amen. Then he said, you will prosper whithersoever thou goest. (laughs) He didn't say you will prosper whithersoever they go, did he? (laughs) Just kind of, you know, there it is. I I want to make my life prosperous. Because this is what he said. Here's the promise. All of this was to get to verse 8. Okay? He built on those principles so that you can get to verse 8. Verse 8 says, and this book of the law shall not depart out of our mouth. But thou shalt meditate therein, day and night, Hmm. that thou mayest observe to do, that you may see how to do. You will observe to do all that is written therein. Not some. You'll, You'll observe to do all. Glory to God. You'll observe to do all that is written therein. For then, when you observe to do all of it, when you take the limits off of yourself and then put your expectation on, I'm going to do all. Come on. Now arise, therefore go over. I'm going to do all. Why? Because I'm going to meditate on the law day and night. Why are you going to do that? So that I could observe to do all. So that I can observe how to walk above limits, restraints, frustrations, and fears. I'm going to walk in the land of all. I'm going to walk in the now that opens up my do give me. that you may observe to do all that is written therein, but then thou thou shalt make. Come on, y'all. See, See? If, if a thing is not working, stay with the word of God, the principles of God. Come on, I told you that kingdom thinking produces kingdom opportunities, and then kingdom opportunities require kingdom disciplines, and those kingdom disciplines produce kingdom results that are out of this world. He says that thou mayest observe to do all that is written therein For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous If it's not if it's not lining up correct Don't worry about that You're about to make it line up correct Because you're the one that can declare and decree a thing And it shall be established unto you You can call those things that be not as though they were That's the way God thinks He calls those things that be not And he's giving you the ability to do the same thing because you meditate on his word, giving the more earnest heed to the things that you heard. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. He did not say you would find it. He said you would possess it. You know, when, 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 when you have something, you can disperse it to whoever you want to, can't you? Because you have it. See, I, I'm not trying to find it. I'm not trying to reach it. I have it. Again, I said the other day, you are complete in him. That's what it says in, in Colossians chapter three, verse ten. It says you're complete in him. You don't you're not lacking anything. See? So he wants you to, to, to give him the, the, the honor that's due him And what is the honor that's due him here I'm going to have kingdom thoughts That releases kingdom opportunities That requires kingdom disciplines That are going to produce kingdom results That are out of this world He says this book of the law Should not depart on our mouth You should meditate therein Day and night Day and night Day and night So that's good So he, he's helping us here that, Let's not make it a law Let's take it as an opportunity. Give more earnest heed to the things you heard. Let's take it as an opportunity. If it's not going right, then I'm not going to be sleeping all night dreaming about all the bad stuff, day and night. I'm going to take the time to begin to think on his word again. See, I'm going to renew my mind by thinking on the promise that he's already sent to me. He gave me this horizon that I can look at. Okay? This is what he's, the promise is as big as, the promise is my future, but it is as big as my future. Amen. Amen. Because it's from the sea to the river. Come on now. He gave them this these, these landmarks, See? Okay, so that, that they would know how to, to set their heart in agreement with his word. Because his word just took off all the boundaries. Okay, we'll do that, we'll do that, we'll do that Wait a minute, just so I, I can I can see that Thank you Did he not say that every place that the soul of your feast Verse 3, that uh, should tread upon That have I given to you Okay, so then he didn't say That if you If you are off by A gazillion steps That you can't have no hair No, 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 see because I'm walking with God It's the same way Adam walked with God He walked with him in the cool of the day so then if there was anything wrong, God would tell him. Because First John 1, 9 didn't come into existence at the time John the Apostle wrote it. It was in God from the beginning. So then Adam, the only thing he had to do was say, oh, I didn't do that or I did that. God would say, yeah, forgive him and let's go on. See? Because he orders your steps. Orders your steps. Okay, that means like, okay, just like... The Bible tells us in Job that his mercy is new every morning. So then every time, and that does not mean a.m. only, every revelation that you have, that is an a.m. moment because the light now has shined unto your understanding. All right? So that's an a.m. moment, if you would. Okay? So then if his mercy, as his mercy, is new every morning, then every time there is a revelation, you have the opportunity to do in that moment everything that the revelation opens up to you. Because he's with you every place the soles of your feet still try. So then he'll tell you over and over, here, I'm going to open this up to you too. I'm going to open up that for you also. Because he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask or think. See? He wants you. You're the one According to Ephesians chapter 3, that he wants to do that, he said that's what's going to happen for those who are the church. He has called the church to know his manifold wisdom, that we should be able to show principalities and powers, things that they didn't know about. See, they, devils want to look into this glory that you are supposed to live in. Angels want to look into this glory that you're supposed to live in. What is man that you're mindful of him? Angels want to look into this, and God wants to display it. See? Because that's what he said. He said that the, the church, the manifold wisdom of God, is going to be displayed by the church. He's going to prove to principalities and powers. This is the great love that he has towards us. We ought to give the more earnest heed to the things we've heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. See, and I said that, 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 that kingdom results that when you think like this and, and, and look for those kingdom opportunities the, the, on your horizon, glory to God. See, so when you look for those kingdom opportunities on your horizon, those uh, uh, thoughts that God gives you and says, okay, I want you to do this, it's going to be bigger than you. Come on, you know, glory to God. You know why it's going to be bigger than you, beloved? Because he said you can walk from the sea to the river, to the going down of the sun. Wow. That just said it was going to be bigger than you. Okay? And it, he licensed you affirmed that you should be walking there and that he will be with you as he was with Moses. He will not fail you. He will not forsake you. Only be thou strong and be very courageous that you may be able to see what God is saying and then do what he's promised you. In, in, in um, John chapter 18, the things that Jesus was saying in verse thirty-six, see these 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 results that Jesus was operating in. He he was not operating in the, in the kingdom of this world. In eighteen thirty-six, that's why Jesus said he answered in 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 the time that was the most difficult for Jesus. This was at the time uh, prior to the crucifixion. The accusation, come on, he was going through heaped up accusations that were targeted to take his life, okay? And Jesus' response, because he thought differently, okay? Jesus' response was this in verse 36. Jesus answered him and said, my kingdom is not of this world. I like that. So when I do the kingdom disciplines, because of taking advantage of kingdom opportunities, through kingdom thinking, and I'm wanting kingdom results, those results are out of this world. See, I am not, please get it, I am not limited by that which flesh can supply. I am the one that enters into the spectrum where spirit now leads. And this is what spirit can, can, can cause to happen. All things are possible to him that believes. See, I just left impossible behind me. Glory to God. My horizon is all things are possible to him that believes. See? Jesus, again, said, if you would believe in your heart that the things that you say will come to pass, You shall have whatsoever you say. See, I've left impossible in my rearview mirror, and I'm not turning around and ain't looking for it. Glory to God. See, because in front of me is things that normal people might not see, observe, understand, or perceive. But he said that he would show them to me if I would meditate on the word day and night, I would observe how to do all. That's written therein. And what's written therein is my victory. All of the promises of God are yes and in him, amen, to the glory of God by us. That's what it says. I told you that one of the uh, uh, scriptures that we wanted to see was Second Corinthians chapter uh, chapter 1, verse 20. That's what it says. All of the promises of God in him are yea, and in him amen, unto the glory of God by us. That means we're going to have to participate. Is, is that correct? Did, did I understand that correctly? I take the promise, and I say, okay, the promise has glory, and I'm going to take the promise, walk in the glory, and release that as a good, sweet, smell, and savor to God. See, I'm going to show the, the principalities and powers, w- w- what God is doing in the life of those who would believe. See, I, I'm going to show that. Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. I'm not limited by that. If my kingdom was of this world, then my servants would fight. Now, that I should not be delivered, but now, hence, from this point forward, know this, my kingdom is not from here. We could do this then, okay? So since my kingdom, Jesus said, is not from here, my promise also is not from here. So I don't have to have confidence in flesh and what my flesh can do. I don't have to have confidence in my job or what my job can do. My kingdom is not from hence. Amen. See, we supposed to live in the world but not of the world. I understand systems and process. I got that. Amen. But my confidence is in him. See, did he not tell us to trust in the Lord with A-L-L? all oh, my heart. And then make sure I don't lean to my own understanding, in all my ways simply acknowledge him, keep talking about him, and he will then, because of the conversations I'm, this is good, sir, because of the conversations I'm having about him, say, because I'm talking about him, if I acknowledge him in all my ways, he will then direct my path. And there's an S on that word. So that means that If I run into an obstruction, which I probably shouldn't, but if I do, he's just going to open up another one because he's going to make my way prosperous. I shall have good success. I I meditate on the word day and night. I don't meditate on my problems. I meditate on the word and out of the word comes the answers. Out of the word comes the illumination. The entrance of his word gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. See, I'll be able to say, wow, Lord, I didn't see that. Thank you for illuminating my understanding so that I can now walk in that. See? I mean, Jesus said these things so that we can enter into a different place of victory by his spirit. We, we don't have to be concerned about, you know, uh, hmm. we don't have to be concerned about, okay, we're going to do it this way, the black man hold, being held down by the white man. We don't have to be concerned about the, the poor uh, being held down by the rich. My kingdom is not of this world, okay? So my, my kingdom is going to come because God is going to reveal himself to me in a mighty way. See, Jesus lived this. He understood this. These were his principles. He said that it's not by might, it's not by power, it's by my spirit. See, he lived that. See, he he had his confidence and trust in his Father. They 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 they, they, they were trying to get him to to operate like they did and say, okay, I don't know what's happening, why it's happening. Jesus said, no 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 no. First of all, just so that y'all can get it. Uh, Turn to John chapter 10. John chapter 10, verse 15 and following. See, Jesus, again, kingdom thinking releases kingdom opportunities. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. And kingdom opportunities require kingdom disciplines, and kingdom disciplines produce kingdom results that are out of this world. They are not, uh, from, they're not from hints. Okay? Kingdom opportunities come, and if you don't recognize them, you will walk away from them. Okay? God sustained Jesus because Jesus put his trust in God. He he was not moved by circumstances Things circled around you Standing against you He was not moved by them He trusted in God Watch this John chapter 10 Verse 15 to following As the father knoweth me Even so Know I the father Do you see the relationship here He says that the father knows me The same way I know the Father. Okay. Okay. Equal to my knowledge of God, God's going to know me commensurate to that. As the Father knows me, even so know I the Father. The way that I had explained to me is like there's a, 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 a in heaven, there's a, a pouring that's perpetual. The Father pours into the Son. The Son pours into the Spirit. The Spirit pours into the Father. The, the Father pours into the Son. You see, it goes on perpetually. So then Jesus is giving us a hint right here that he says, as the Father knows me, equally I respond by knowing my Father. I don't accuse my father of saying, okay, this ain't working. What you doing? No, 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 no. I just put myself in the position where I can receive more of the father because as in the same manner the father knows me, I also know the father. See, I I don't bring accusatory uh, remarks against my father. See, Job didn't do that. See, Job said, I'll tell you what, I trust him so much, even if he slay me, I'm going to still praise him. See, and God said about Job, he said, have you considered my servant Job? There's nobody like him that, does, that don't have bad stuff in their mouth. See, so then the question then becomes, do you want to know him that way? That as the Father knows me, even so I know the Father. I- I'm naked and open before him. He knows all about me, and he is revealing himself to me the same naked way, without stuff being in the way. See, before we had to know God, uh, uh, Moses even had a veil on his face so that the glory could not be seen. But we've been invited, placed in, rather, that glory. Amen. We were crowned with it. That's the way we were created from the beginning. We were crowned with glory and honor. See, there was nothing between God and us. See? He told, he said, let us make man in our image, after our likeness. He didn't say, let us make man and he's going to be, okay, Um, make him like that rock over there. No, it's after our image and likeness. Make him a speaking spirit, just like we are. Make him a trusting spirit, just like we are. The Father pours into the Son. The Son pours into the Spirit. The Spirit pours into the Father. The Father pours into the Son. It's a perpetual infinity circle. Does the Father know me? Even, even so, even in the same proportion. See, if you're thinking that 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 God some kind of way is not on your side, some kind of way is not going to work it out, that's not what he said happens here. He said, as the Father knows me proportionately, even so I know the Father. I know he will not fail me. I know he will not forsake me. And because I know this, I lay down my life for the sheep. And other sheep which I have which are not of this fold, them also must I bring. And they shall hear my voice. What will you be saying to them, Jesus? I'll be saying to them, as the Father has known me, even so I know the Father. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. Hear, O Israel, the Lord thy God is one. And thou shalt love the Lord with all thy heart, all thy strength, all thy might. See, he's trying to get us to go back to this Perpetual, eternal, infinite circle of saying, I trust you, Lord. I trust you, Lord, and you can trust me. I trust you, Lord, and you can trust me. Spirit, help me so that I'll be able to prove my trust in God, and he will be able to see my trust in him. I pour, you pour, I receive. I receive, I pour, I hear, I receive. I pour, I live it out I receive, I pour. See, it's an, an infinite circle Even as the Father Knows me And they're going to hear my voice They're going to hear the understanding of Let's get to the place Where we trust him with all And there shall be one fold and one shepherd Therefore Because of this Because the Father knows me and I know him. Because of this. (laughs) Doth my Father love me? Therefore, that's the reason God loves me. Why? Because I am the same with him as he is with me. I'm not asking God to do something I'm not doing or willing to, to do. I want to be empty before you, Lord. You fill me up. See, but that's not what most of us think. We say, okay, God, I'm going to protect myself here, and you do what you're going to do, and I'll come back to you. I mean, that's how we do, you know. And and God has to help us to know that as the Spirit is pouring into us, that that which he is pouring in is what is necessary. And it's all, wait a minute, I'll do that, say that, sir. Whatever the Spirit pouring in is what's necessary, and there's nothing else needed. Glory to God. Amen. Whatever the Word is pouring in, that's all that's needed. Nothing else is necessary. Ooh, I hope y'all heard that. That was, ooh, wow, that was really good. See, so we keep thinking that something else has to be added. There is nothing needed. You have Him in totality. You are complete. In him thank you Jesus therefore does my father love me because I lay down my life that I might take it up again no man taketh it from me but I lay it down of myself I have the power to lay it down and I have the power to take it up again this commandment have I received of the father before the the, before the temptation was there he already knew what to do I lay down my life he said See, my kingdom is not of this world. See, I lay down my life because I received from my father this commandment that I can lay it down and I can pick it back up. We talk about everything. There's nothing hidden, so then he's told me what to do when they come to kill me. No, 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 son, lay down your life, and I've given you the power to lay it down and the power to pick it up again. This commandment have I received of my father. See, his kingdom was not of this world. <laughs> I see, I'm not going to get through with this. Bless the Lord God. <laughs> I, I, I'm just hoping that, that you can see the, the, the intimacy of the relationship that God wants to have with us. You know what? God doesn't have favorites. We are all sons of God. Amen. See? So then when we understand that, function in that, then I don't have to go about competing with one another. I know that we are all complete in him. So competition is not necessary, is it? See? And since competition is not necessary, I can now lay down my life. And because I lay it down, I can pick it up again. Or I can function in that life that he has already given to me on a -a 24-hour-a-day basis. Because in him I live. In him I move. In him I have my being. See, I, I'm not trusting in my own might, in my own strength, in the things that I do. See, but if I don't know him that way, then I'm, I, I have not taken the horizon that he's given me. Because he took the limits off. From the left side to the right side, he took the limits off. And he says, I'll be with you every step of the way, no matter where you go, if you would hear my voice. Today, if you would hear his voice and harden not your heart. See, because he's the one that has given you the ability to win. All of the promises of God are yes and in him, amen. By us giving him glory. But I would say the choice is yours. Your way or God's way? Will you keep thoughts that are not kingdom functioning in your heart, allowing them to cause frustrations in your life? Because kingdom thinking releases kingdom opportunities. And kingdom opportunities require kingdom disciplines. Kingdom disciplines are going to produce kingdom results that are flat out out of this world. Father, we just thank you for your word, your loving kindness, your tender mercies that are new every morning. Thank you that we purpose to now approach you from the position of now, therefore, we will arise and we will go over. We're not those that have to go through. We're going to go over because your word to us is yes, amen. Your word to us is to train us how to be disciples in what we do. Thank you, Father, for giving clarity to those words, to those promises that you've placed before us so that we can then make our way prosperous and have good success. We thank you for that, sir. We give you the praise for it, the glory and the honor. Committing it to you is done in the master's name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who is Lord and Savior, and the Redeemer of the Lord's Head together. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Well, Amen. We've come to the part of the ministry that, if you have any questions or comments about the, the ministry tonight, we're going to give you an opportunity. To ask those questions or make those comments Area code 770 843 1578 you have the mic Area code 770 843 1578 any comments or questions About the ministry tonight You hear it Area code 778 They overcame by the of the lamb and the word of their testimony So I'm just giving you an opportunity If you have a question or a comment Area code 770 843 1578, glad to have you on the call, amen, area code uh, 770-964-7501, my brother, you have the mic, any questions or comments uh, about the ministry tonight, go ahead, area code 770-464-7501, Amen. I might be something wrong with my phone. My phone does strange things. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Let me just make sure. Area code seven seven zero eight four three fifteen seventy eight. Any questions or comments me? about the mission? Yeah, go ahead. Can you hear? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. I'm sorry. I had it muted, and I had to figure out how to get back to get it unmuted. <laughs> All right, sir. Glad you on the call. Any questions or comments about the ministry tonight? First comment, time, time happy birthday. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Amen. And likewise to you, because I know when you are just coming up, too. Yes, tomorrow. Amen. Yeah, I know, right? Second of all, second of all what a birthday gift. This puts uh, things in such a great clarity, it is such a blessing and what I really need. Amen. And I've been that making is. notes and making notes and making notes, and the object is, like you said, go toward the horizon, go what God come has on. in front of you, and confess the word, stay in the word, and let God do what he's doing. Come on, come on. That's that simple. It is really that simple. So, so I, I'm hearing it, and I've got to just just walk in. it straight ahead. There's nothing beside yes. me, left or right. There's only one direction. Yes. That's toward Jesus. Come, come on. Come on. That's, that's all it is. It's that simple. It's good to, yes. to know that he's got this thing fixed so that we can't lose, you know. That's just really, really yes, good. Sir. Yes, sir. Amen. So what a gift and what a thank you. I appreciate this. <laughs> Amen. Thank you for being on the call. (laughs) I appreciate that. And again,
1: happy birthday
0: to you. All right. All right. Area code 770-469-7501. Again, just want to make sure that you have an opportunity. Do you have any questions or comments about the ministry? All right. Well, I would like to thank everyone uh, for uh, being on the call tonight. And if the ministry has been a blessing to you, Um, And you would like to sow a seed here at LiveDeliverance.com Please go to LiveDeliverance.com and find the donate tab And then allow God to speak and tell you what seed you should sow here You should sow here at LiveDeliverance.com I mean these are not just uh, opportunities to get money out your pocket These are opportunities for us to collaborate, connect And be able to uh, allow God to do what he's promised he wants to do Because when he moves your hands He's also already moved your heart. See, and then because of that, you will be able to then uh, uh, release uh, the things that God wants as seed into uh, your future. So again, if you can go to the website, thelivedeliverance.com, and um, find the donate tab and give uh, what God is telling you uh, to give. Also, tell all your friends how they can uh, learn, listen to, and participate. In the broadcast on Monday evenings Every Monday evenings we're here at 9 o'clock So that we can uh, share with you uh, Truths from heaven So just go ahead and do that Just go, you can either do it by um, uh, The the website uh, Or you can go to the phone uh, 646-378-1857 That you can call there And we can, um, again Each Monday we'll be here to Allow God to use me to prompt you to grow us up together. Because this is not a big me and little you. This is us together. We are on the same page. So until the next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give you his shalom. Until next Monday, love y'all, be blessed.